Welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Autumn Courtney, and this is the Daily Thistle for Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. On the river today, the sun rises at 6.37 a.m. and sets at 6.02 p.m. It will be a waning crescent moon. A low tide will appear at 8.39 a.m. and a high tide at 2.17 p.m. This evening, another low tide will appear at 9.03 p.m. The moon phase will be a waxing crescent with 1% visibility. In weather today, it will be partly cloudy skies with a high of 56 degrees. Yesterday, we celebrated Ash Wednesday in St. John's Church. Here is Reverend Johnson. We're all familiar with Christmas. We celebrated it in here with a service. And we know the secular concept of Christmas. It's a time for family. It's a time for gift-giving, Santa Claus, and Christmas trees. But Christmas, far and above its secular aspect, is a religious holiday. It is a religious holiday in the Christian church, and it marks a very unique event. It marks the coming of God in human form. Now that sounds contradictory, because humans can't be gods. God's a supernatural being. God is a heavenly being, but God is not like us. God does not take our form. And that's why it's celebrated and commemorated. Because God the Father sent God the Son to earth to take on our human form, to live as us, to understand what it is to be a human being and to walk among us and to teach us. But while this man, Jesus, was flesh and blood just like all of us, he had a dual personality, if you will. He was also God while he was human. The service was live streamed to St. John's YouTube channel. This little video will include the service on its YouTube channel this weekend. March is Women's History Month. Today we highlight author Harper Lee, who is best known for writing the Pulitzer Prize winning bestseller To Kill a Mockingbird and Go Set a Watchman. She graduated from the University of Alabama, studied at Oxford, and attended law school. She was a close friend of Truman Capote, who wrote In Cold Blood. To Kill a Mockingbird became an instant popular success in 1960. A year after the novel was published, 500,000 copies had been sold and it had been translated into 10 different languages. Critical review of the novel were mixed. It was only after the success of the film adaptation in 1962 that many critics reconsidered To Kill a Mockingbird. We share excerpts of a rare interview with Harper Lee in 1964 conducted by Roy Newsquit for an interview in New York. To Kill a Mockingbird was made into what I thought was an unusually fine motion picture with much of the integrity of the book held. How did you feel about it? I felt the same way, Roy. As a matter of fact, I uh, have nothing but gratitude to the people who made the film. It was a most unusual experience. I, I think even, of course, I'm no 
judge and the only film I had ever seen being made was Mockingbird, but there was an aura of feeling on the set. I went out and looked at them filming a little of it, but there was a feeling of such kindness or su such, it seemed to me to be such respect for the material that they were working with. Of course, I was delighted, I was touched, I was happy, I was exceedingly grateful. But it seemed to permeate everyone who had anything to do with the film, from the director, from Greg Peck, from uh, the producer, down to the man who designed the sets, to the peripheral characters and the, uh, the actors who were playing the smaller parts. One question I want to ask concerns uh, the South as a whole. Why is it that such a disproportionate share of our fine fiction, our most sensitive fiction, springs from writers who were born and reared in the South? Roy, first of all, you have to consider uh, who Southerners are. We are a mixture of Celtic. We run high to Celtic influence. We are uh, mostly Irish, Scottish, English, Welsh. We um, grew up in an agricultural society mainly. Uh, we, the tradition of the South is not urban. It is not industrial or wasn't. At least our heritage is not such. Um, I think we are a region of storytellers naturally just by our uh, tribal instincts, just from our tribal instincts. We um, did not have the pleasures of uh, the theater, of the dance, of motion pictures when they came along. We simply entertain each other by talking. It's uh, quite a thing if you've never gone or if you've never known a southern small town the people there are not particularly uh, sophisticated, of course, or, or not uh, worldly wise in any way, but they tell you a story every time you see one. It, uh, we are oral types. <laughs> we talk. Uh, and another thing that I've noticed about people at home as opposed to, say, people in small-town New England, we have uh, rather more humor about us. We are not taciturn, we are not wry, we are not uh, uh, laconic. We, uh, our whole society is geared to uh, talk rather than to, uh, I mean, we don't, we, we work hard, of course, but we do it in a different way. We work in order to not, in order not to work. In news from BBC. BBC News with David Harper. The mayor of the strategically important Ukrainian Black Sea port of Kherson says Russian forces are now in control, making it the first major city to be taken. In a message on Facebook, Igor Kolikhaev wrote that Russian troops had forced their way into the city council building. He urged Russian soldiers not to shoot at civilians, saying there were no Ukrainian forces in the city. In the east, the mayor of the besieged city of Kharkiv has said Russian shells and cruise missiles were hitting residential areas constantly. 
The chief prosecutor at the International Criminal Court has said he is opening an immediate investigation into possible war crimes committed in Ukraine. Karim Khan said he'd received requests to do so from 39 countries and the collection of evidence had begun. An overwhelming majority of member countries at the UN General Assembly have voted to deplore the Russian invasion, calling for an immediate withdrawal. 35 abstained, including China and India. The governing party in Georgia, like Ukraine, a former Soviet state, says it intends to apply for immediate membership of the EU. It follows the European Parliament's backing of Ukraine's application bid a day ago. The Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich has confirmed he intends to sell Chelsea Football Club, one of the English Premier League's top teams. There's been growing worldwide pressure for sanctions against Russian oligarchs close to President Putin. In other news, Western Australia has opened its borders after nearly two years of the country's toughest COVID-19 controls. International and domestic travellers who have been vaccinated are being allowed into Australia's largest state, from which most visitors have been excluded. A new record for a work by the Belgian surrealist René Magritte has been set at Sotheby's auction house in London. L'Empire des Lumières, described as a masterpiece of 20th century art, was sold for nearly $80 million. BBC News. Tomorrow, St. Margaret's begins its spring break. I will return with the Daily Thistle on the first day of spring, Monday, March 21st. Until then, join us as guest hosts will provide an inter- intermittent reports of the happenings on campus as we prepare for our final trimester. Remember, you are listening to the nation's only independent school news feed from the banks of the Rappahannock River here on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tavannah, Virginia. I am woman, watch me grow, see me standing toe to toe. This was your daily thistle. As you grow in age, may you grow in grace.